0: Hey man, people are always like, yo, you need interest. So like every episode mm-hmm. until, until I have one made, I'm literally just going to do that. <laughs> right. All right, guys, welcome to the Millennial Lifestyle Podcast, where we answer the important questions facing our generation. Um, today, we have a guest on our show who will be introducing himself in a second. So to get you started, um, this is Mike Lee, at It's Mike Lee on Instagram.
1: And Jerrell Parker, a.k.a. Abs on Instagram. How's great. everyone
0: doing? You know, we're doing good. Hey, uh, and then we got our special guest today, Cam. Cam, introduce yourself.
2: Cam Dasani, a.k.a. Dasani Wave. On Instagram. He has a great last name. Wave. Because like, that in- intentionally
1: allows him to create his own shit. <laughs> yes. Create your own wave. I
2: like that. Amen. I always say Dasani like the water. Wave like you can ride it if you play your cards right.
0: Ooh. It's kind of a bar, actually. Mm-hmm. Say it back. Say it back? <laughs> ah. <laughs> hey, if you follow him on Instagram, this, this man has coined the word rudely.
2: Yes, shout out Justin L.A. Boy for creating respectfully. You're a nice guy, but we all know what that really means, and it means rudely.
0: Hey, man, let him know.
2: And I'm going to see you this weekend in Miami. I'm uh-huh. to talk about it.
0: Oh, that's right. You're going to Miami tomorrow, right?
2: I am going to Miami tomorrow, uh, 9 a.m. flight. Justin, I'll see you Saturday during the day. Lit. I like that. Do it's I need to speak up? I'm also... Um, here to talk a little bit about this whenever you want to segue into that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So so our buddy Cam here has, a.k.a. Dasani Wave, has a book that he's uh, put out. He is, it was number five on men's health in Amazon, and you were, like, a number two bestseller for Amazon, what was it? Short Stories. Amazon Short Stories, man. Nice. Congratulations. Thank What's the name you. of your book, my man? You can plug and it early. My
2: book is I Gave Everything But a Fuck, How to Hack Your Mind, body money and social life and get everything you want in life and that's what i'm about
1: i'm actually jealous because this guy has a book and he's 25 i'm 28 hey man 26 tomorrow really? 26 tomorrow stay working out bro keep yeah, you
3: and not drinking
2: <laughs> and not drinking <laughs> no alcohol in this house
1: yeah, it's true not for me there's plenty of <laughs> booze in this house but we just don't <laughs> indulge
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's hard how do you hold back it's world power
1: Willpower Discipline gentlemen
0: Discipline Oh my lantern. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear anything about that shit Oh my god Anyways let's get into it Cool so um, <laughs> The first thing we always like to start out with is What is something inspirational that we saw on Instagram this week So I'll kind of start out So what I've seen this week There's this guy that I started following on Instagram about two or three weeks ago His name is Prince Donnell um, He does a lot of stuff I think it's called Jumping Jacks Tax Services Jumping Jacks Tax in Yeah Yeah Yeah, yeah, and then he's been posting on Instagram, like, every single day, twice a day, he's posting reels, like, the dude is super inspiring, I really enjoy some of these posts, because he really nails on the head when it comes to business, you know, when it comes to, like, entrepreneurship, when it comes to, like, you know, like, like knocking down doors right like today he was talking about hey what happens when that when that door is closed right he's like dude just go through the window <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying he's, he's like he goes yeah i'm gonna find my way inside whether it's through the door was through the window like i'm gonna get in there you know what i'm saying so with him that is really uh what it was that you know was inspirational for me that i saw on instagram today gerald what about you
1: mike i want to say that prince the prince guy looks just like you Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fact, you just need a nice oily Rick Ross beard, bro. <laughs> and you look on
0: it. Man, God. no homo. That dude's got like some like light light skin eyes. Oh, you know what I'm saying? God. I was like, I was like, yo I ain't got light skin eyes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't me.
2: If you did for your complexion, though, you oh. would look in. You'd look incredible, but you'd look insane.
0: I'd be, they'd be like, who is that?
2: Like what, what that? race? Oh, is... I would be a
0: straight like exotic. Oh, it's Mike uh. Lee. <laughs> I'd be a fucking exotic.
2: You would, you'd be, f- you'd be foreign kiki.
0: I- I'd trade up. Yeah. Oh, hey, my yo, God. that's the best way of putting it.
2: Chocolate uh, Mike, ladies
0: and gentlemen. Yeah, chocolate Mike, baby. <laughs> hey, you should change your Instagram. To that. Chocolate no. Mike and light Skin oh God damn it. God it. <laughs> That's <a laughs> terrible. That's
2: a rude combo. I don't care how respectful you want to make your meme. <laughs> That's a rude combo. Hey, Mike, Good you want to do it for like a week?
0: Hell no, because I don't want to lose my name. <laughs> Dude. Damn uh, what's The guy legit
2: talking? introduced him As Chocolate Mike Oh yeah
0: He yes. like, has like, 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 Chocolate but Mike that, That's hey, how I'm, I'm introducing you dog, <laughs> dog 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 it, it, it's, really <laughs> it's really the funniest thing It's really the funniest thing Because me and Cam Were out what, Like last weekend And then Cam And she's his friend He's like Hey this is a Chocolate Mike I was like Yeah it's a Chocolate <laughs> Mike
2: don't own it at that point you <laughs> lost like you better take what i call you <laughs> i
0: was like i was like i was, I was like yeah that's oh me <laughs> oh dude it was so funny i, I was like in the was like all right cool like i had to you know what i'm saying but but yeah drope well, well what have you seen on instagram's been inspirational
1: i saw diddy's uh well this is someone like my, my saved articles but like uh going back to get some inspiration for myself i saw diddy's old uh when he first
0: closed mtv Oh, yeah. The video with him when he closed it, he's like, Yes, I'm a savvy. Slams that the fucking video? phone. Yeah. yeah, that one.
2: I love that. And I actually watch that like pretty often. Really? And, like when I need it. Um, like, because I get it. I get it. Like I just feel it. Like that's everything.
1: Like when you first close, you know this is going to, you're like all the hard work you've done in the past is paying off. And you finally close that. It's not MTV anymore. It could just be whatever industry you're in. You close right. that deal that you've been seeking. And you know this is just the beginning of your momentum. Yeah. Uh, you just getting on that curve, and I I love seeing that man. It's just so raw emotion, and we know that feeling so deeply. Mm. Um. So I felt that this week. It's Thursday. I felt that this. I felt that shit on Tuesday because I'm getting closer to a deal with a company that I've been looking to close for like the past like fucking nine months. So massaging this fucking sale is like been it's it's been a long time coming. So,
0: is it the same one that you and I talk about every day? Yes. Yeah,
1: dude. You know, it, you fucking know it. Hey, I had to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and hit the F. But that's what I but that's what I saw on Instagram. That's so fucking inspirational, and uh, I I think everyone should have a Diddy moment. That's for true. Real. Guys are fucking billionaire now, and you saw his you. He was one of the first to like really document his journey. Mm-hmm. Like, before social media, like, really popped off. So we kind of, like, know and respect, like, yeah, that guy deserved it. He worked hard for it.
0: Did you say Diddy was a billionaire?
1: Diddy's a billionaire. Let me check. I mean, he got the label, Ciroc, like.
0: Diddy's net worth is estimated to be $885 million.
1: That's probably, what, liquid? And How assets? do you have? Yeah, 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 million yeah
0: liquid. Yeah. Probably. That's an ungodly amount of money out of liquid. You understand that? Yeah, it is.
2: Why would you even have that? You oh, I guess you don't know where to put it. You just don't know at that point. Dog, like, 85
0: million liquid. That's, that's what disgusting. Web, oh, what, what website is that? This is, uh, I'll look out. This, uh, well, one was Wikipedia. the one is Celebrity Net Worth. And then.
1: He's a billionaire.
0: I don't know. I'm looking at 900 million.
1: That's probably not including Bitcoin. Because you know all those motherfuckers knew about it back then.
0: All right, cool. We'll just
2: say you're saying they didn't know anymore. about it. Did, of course. Oh, of course. No, no. Well, that's what I was also saying. Like all these, um, all these rappers that have their ear to the streets. Yeah. Why is Bitcoin used?
0: Bitcoin's like a dark market thing.
2: It's a dark market thing. So it's like it has no
0: dark webs. Yeah.
2: It just it's just um, no black market dark web. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate um, market. Chocolate market.
0: <laughs> chocolate market. <laughs> that's the only place I shop the at. Chocolate baby. market. <laughs> that's the only place I <laughs> shop.
2: Chocolatemarket.com dot com. Oh my god. I'm buying um, it right now. But. Uh,
0: <laughs>
3: He just um,
2: buys domains <laughs> in do. the middle of the thing. Um, no, but but um, all the rappers that were in the streets before they started rapping, they knew that Bitcoin was going to come because all the scammers and all the dark web people told them about it. And they were in there way before even like rich hedge fund guys and, and rich investment bankers and just successful everyday people knew about it. And uh, they hit the first lick. Their networks,
1: net worth are probably insane right now. Bitcoin's Same. sitting at, what, fucking 52000 it was at fifty five earlier. It's 56.
0: fifty money six. Oh, see, money man.
2: Six. Money man has a Bitcoin chain. Shout out, money man. Black circle, <laughs> chocolate circle, chocolate circle. That's the new vibe. We should get that on a shirt. <laughs> Ch- chocolate. Party. No, I started chocolate party. It was like if you're on it, like if you're if you're out with like a bunch of black people, it's chocolate party.
0: That's what I like to hear. Oh, yeah, you oh talking yeah. the mic. Like yeah, the you're talking shirt. your
2: mic.
1: <laughs> what did you see on Instagram that was inspiration of my man?
2: What did I see? Um, There's a trend I've been seeing and it's about how I, so what I really like is when I see culture, like culture being changed for the better. Mm. So for example, you hear a lot of rappers that say things that people just gravitate towards. Like they're Mm. like, I bought my car cash. I bought my house cash. I'm like, why? You're dumb. Right. And then you have like people step up and go against that. So like other celebrities say, hey, lease that car. And then it gets people thinking. Or um, if, if you're going to buy where you live, definitely don't just pay cash because then you're not even building credit. It doesn't, there's no, it doesn't really make sense to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you hear another guy that will tell you, you should never buy where you live. You should always rent where you live and buy or invest in other assets that can pay your rent. Mm-hmm. Because the reality is if you buy where you live, it's how, it's not an asset Unless you're renting it out, which most people don't do. They just buy it and live in it and just p- pay their mortgage with interest mm-hmm. and then sell their house 30 years later, mm-hmm. which is not the best investment if you have other investments. And it's what I like to call a middle-class investment. So a lot of people aren't aware of that. So basically, um, I like to see culture being infiltrated and changed for the better. And that's what I've been seeing a lot on um, on social media recently.
1: I think, you're li- li- I think you're alluding to the exchange of cultural capital. As in, like, mm-hmm. this is... Yeah, you can do it this way, but, hey, here's a potential better way. And depending on your position, here's another better way. So the, 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 that continuous exchange of information, essentially.
0: Right. Can you kind of, like, explain to us what cultural capital is?
1: Uh Cultural capital is, uh, man, it kind of intertwines with social capital, too. But cultural capital, essentially, is the exchange of information and change of information and ways of doing things that exist within one culture passed down from generation to generation to generation. So let's say you've always bought things cash. Like, for example, a lot of Asian
0: cultures do things cash all the time. Right. Well, you know the reason behind that, though. We know
1: the reason behind that, but that's just like a cultural thing. Wait, what's the reason behind that?
0: If you have cash, you don't pay taxes. If he, that's like, not an Asian thing is it an Asian thing? It's a, it's it's really being the Asian communities Cause like so what happens is a lot of these Asian communities so my one of my really good friends like explained it to me. Yeah, right. That's fine. Um so a lot of my buddies who have kinda explained this to me, it's like a lot of families, they like live together, like in like one home. And so what they do is they all work. Um various yeah, so they all work various jobs and then they bring their money back to their family and they use it to buy other homes and other properties and things like that for their family to build generational wealth. Because if everyone's living at home contributing to the same pot, right, that money can go towards building your family. Right. Genius. That's the reason why you don't see a lot of like yes, you can you know some Asians that are like I don't want to use the word broke, but they're not rich, right? But there's some that are very well off. It's because of this. Mm. Right. So if you have a family of five. Everyone's working. Everyone's putting money, contributing to a pot, right? And then you use that pot for investments. You use that pot to buy other businesses. They want to kind of work together and build it up.
1: Buy more property when other family members come from other countries. They have a pot for them, so they're set. When they get in, they have a job for them. So like you continue, it just continues. Oh well, my kids, uh, I came from this. I came over from my home country and they gave me something clothes on my back food to eat uh, a, place, a job, to stay. place to stay i got to contribute and it continues it's just fucking genius i love it yeah. i really do
0: yeah so that's the reason why that happens
1: i so i i see i see what you are saying my man in terms okay. of the cultural capital yeah but that's essentially what cultural capital uh, is it's just like that thing or characteristic a certain culture does that is passed down and but then it's being intertwined because of social media and the internet uh, people are seeing different ways of doing things and doing business and um, like giving inspiration and just aspiring to be different things, essentially.
2: Yeah, like my, my parents, my parents think it's absurd to pay rent. They're like, you need to save up and buy a house. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, so let's say I spend 200 grand on a house. I pay that mortgage off. Now I have to sell the house. To make money. Thirty years later, I'm gonna be dead probably in 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Why am I wait? And like, then they're like, "Oh, you're impatient." I'm like, "No, I just, I just think there has, like, some there's mi- I'm missing something. Like, something's missing. Like, that can't be the way. Um, and it's not that it's just a bad way. Like, I'm not, you know, hating or talking shit on anybody who. Can I cuss on here? Yeah, you uh, can. Um, on. any uh, I'm not, I'm not hating or talking shit on anybody who bought a house. Um, I think it's just an employee investment. It's like if you work and you have a career and you have a busy job and you, you know, take your 10 days paid off per year and you do your whole thing, um, that is an investment that makes sense that you don't have to think about. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, assuming your house appreciates or you are able to rent it out and profit, you know, $200, $300 a month and that's your middle class investment, then fine, nothing wrong with that. Um, it's just not for everybody. And it's especially not for me because I have other places to put money for more than I could ever make buying a house. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so that's one of the, the culture shifts that I like to even like push because I want people to start thinking differently in that sense.
0: Right. 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 What's your nationality? What you think? <laughs>
2: I'm asking if <it> for <laughs> everyone. Uh, <laughs> I know what it is. Persian American born here. First generation. Persian.
1: <laughs> so what are Persian parents like?
2: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> like, I really want to know, honestly, because, like, yeah. my boy Kaz is uh, from, like... it's Okay, so...
0: Kaz is Persian?
1: No, no. Kaz... I, I, Kaz, I know for sure, has Iranian in him.
2: Yeah, that's Persian. Same thing.
1: Same thing? See, that's what, the same what, thing. that was my confusion. That's why I was hesita-
3: yeah, hesitating yeah. to say anything. Cause I, I say don't Persian
2: because when, when I hear... When I say Persian, everybody knows what Persian is. When I say Iranian or... You say Iranian, it's fine, that you say it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, people, are, they don't even know what Iran is. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Prince of Persia. They grew up, so they saw the game. They know what's going, what, what time it is. game is fire. Uh, it is. Um, per, so, Kaz's last name is, or you don't have to. But. Kaz is,
1: I can't even fucking say it. Yeah. I know his first name is Kazra.
2: Oh, yeah, castra Yeah, Casra is, uh, that's a Persian name, so he is. Um, Persian parents. You know what's funny? My step family defies all stereotypes.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What I know, because I have a very big extended family slash network of a bunch of Persian people around me. Mm-hmm. What I will say is, um, they know. <sighs> I'm trying to be good. <laughs> my in my book, I'm very real about <laughs> about my family life. <laughs> um, I I I will I will say this. Persian parents are very. Um, they like to show value to your life, okay. so they want to be able to say that they helped you. They want. They do want to help you, but they want to be able to like guide you and protect you. Not understanding that that protection is what is going to lead that overprotection. I should say mm-hmm. is what leaves you leads you a different route. So I've seen like cousins of mine, girls, boys, that are completely the opposite of what their parents wanted, including myself, mm-hmm. um, because of the overprotection <laughs> to do life a certain way and to do things a certain way or to date a certain type of girl or boy or whatever it is. I know Persian girls that only date black guys. I'm not going to say her name. If she hears this, she knows exactly who she's th- who I'm talking <laughs> about. Um, and that's because for her entire life, her parents said, date your own race. Mm-hmm. And uh, she chose a different way, which there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I... I think I've only had one girlfriend my own race. And it's just because I almost had such an... Oppre- I don't want to say oppressed. It's a weird word. But I did have such an oppressed childhood mm-hmm. that I wanted to be away from my culture. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like see, like, God, these Mexicans love me. These white parents love me. These black parents love me. I tried everything else. <laughs> and I have um, been fortunate enough to experience everything else. But I haven't faced that same... Um, i guess control that my family wanted from any any other person's family Mm -hmm. um so so that's that's what i'll say
1: so explain as a first generation and your parents coming over here uh explain the cultural like the clashes that you guys see or within the generations Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially within American culture Because it's so fucking powerful It's like from all races Asian Oh yeah uh, Like uh, Iranian Everything you guys come over here And you guys get entrenched Mm -hmm. In American culture But Mm -hmm. it's a It's a melting pot It's a blend Which I love to see it too Mm -hmm. Explain that
2: within Persian culture Meaning Meaning like My parents versus me Or meaning Yeah I'd say Evan go Your parents versus you um, Or just what you've seen too Yeah yeah I'd say like The first thing that I think of When you say that is my, my, like my generation loves hip hop mm-hmm. and loves pop culture. And is very, uh, just, we just gravitate towards that. Like I grew up really being around a lot of black people and hip hop and basketball. And like, my parents did not want me to play sports. They wanted me to study, 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 and do God knows what with that. Um, mm-hmm. doctor, whatever, something like that, probably. Uh, <laughs> all I did was play basketball and party and, uh, you know, that was it. And I never wanted to have a job, really. I always wanted to do my own thing, and I was always that rebel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see a lot of people like me, like, uh, shout out Cameron Almasi, my other friend. Uh, he manages Young Thug and, and a few other um, successful rappers and has a bunch of tattoos, which is, against our culture, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> you know, same reason. As f- I grew up next to him. Like, I've seen, I know his family. Like, they were very, very uh, controlling. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I see. Same thing goes for for um girls i see them definitely i see them i actually see them either go one way or the other they either while out completely or they're just very very scared of disappointing their family and are so reserved they like no. like you have to ask around you why is she so like this why is she so um prude prudent is that a word prudent yeah prudent why is she so prudent why won't she talk to me has she dated anybody Nobody knows who she's dated because she hasn't dated anybody mm-hmm. because she's so scared to date anybody and disappoint her family. Mm. And it's, it's a, um, it's an interesting thing to see that.
1: Yeah, I like that. So thanks for, thanks for elaborating a little bit more. For sure.
0: That's sick actually. So, um, so what do you do for work, man? Like I know, I know we have this book that dropped. Like, Yeah, I'm
1: actually interested dropping a book that says I gave everything but a fuck. This is kind of like my motto for life. I, like, I used to be a people pleaser for a f- fucking sure, because I was bullied in high school and middle school and shit. I was Still sure. a people pleaser. So now I'm just like, oh, way less. Oh, dramatically <laughs> <laughs> less. I give two fucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Jarrell's a straight sam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but what do I do? So first, I, I we'll talk about that in a second. But I gave everything but a fuck. I had thought of this title three years ago. When um, I had a YouTube show when I first graduated and I had like filmed it, my family knew I was doing it, but as soon as they saw the content of it, like first episode, first clip (laughs) released, I was like so happy to show them and they shut it down and like really, really like made me feel bad that I was releasing or having these type of conversations in public or whatever. You're going to ruin your future career. You're ruining your name in front of our family. And honestly, nothing that I talked about On there was worse than what we've talked about today Mm. meaning it was not bad. Like this is normal things to talk about Um, and I was it it put me into such a like I was so worried about pleasing them and I was like Why do I care and I I was so mad at myself for caring that like I kept saying like I need to live I need to be different Like I need to do something different because i'm not happy continuing to please them because i'm continuing to fail so then I just like I went into like this hole and I was like, okay, like what do I actually like want? Like screw these, like screw this like controlling environment. What do I actually want? I, I wrote it down and I made goals and I f- tried to figure out how to get them. And it started with um, in chapter, I think it's chapter seven, mm-hmm. where it talks about like what kind of what kind of daily practices you need to actually have mm-hmm. in order to build the life that you want. And that's what this book is about. So when I say hack your mind, body, money, and social life, Those are things that those are four pillars that all all humans want. Like you can't you can't really argue against that. So I thought, like, okay, these are these are things that I want. How do I want these things? What level of life do I want? Whatever it is. And the reason I couldn't attain it for so long was because of my mind. So the reason that the book is called I Gave Everything But a Fuck is because I really had to give everything to get what I wanted, but not care what anybody said. Mm -hmm. So like to this day, like I I literally have accomplished, I don't want to say everything I've ever wanted, but like damn near. At 25. I'm about to be 26. But I'm still receiving probably even more, like, unsolicited, critical feedback. And I'm like... And it's only really from people that don't have anything. Like, meaning... And when I say anything, I mean they're not happy with their lives. And
1: these are people on social media?
2: These are random people on social media. Um, Family. Friends, quote-unquote. Like... I literally just bought a new Beamer and my friend told me to get a job. I said, what? (laughs) Like I'm so like the day of, I was like, that's how you get a job. Yeah. Like, why I I don't, why (laughs) I I didn't, I didn't have a response.
1: Yeah. That was like, you bought it. And then he, his next response was like, no,
2: he called me. And instead of like, he said, congratulations, boom, whatever. And then was like, Hey, I love everything that you're doing, but I also think you should get a job. And I'm like, why is that? And I listen, I always listen. Um, and he was like, I just think it's important to you know build a career in something rather than just be a full-time entrepreneur. What does he do? Uh, he does what I used to do, so tech sales. Okay. And he's very good at it. He knows he's one of the best. Okay. And um, he lives a, a life that he's happy with. I just don't want that life. So
1: that was him in that moment projecting his value system onto you.
2: Exactly, once again. And that happens to me every single day, whether it's, once again, random people on social media who say you shouldn't post... Uh or what you're saying is not true. Boom, boom, boom. Like not even trying to have a conversation, just like and it's like a person with like two followers. It's like who are you? Like who are like who are you? Like why why are you speaking to me? Like I'm so confused. Like I so um what do I do? I am I used to do tech sales. Um I actually did try to do um personal training. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for a lot of people. It, it just wasn't yeah, it wasn't for me. You you have an amazing amount of empathy, I bet. And like, oh, patience. My yes. To the max. I um I struggle with that because I never had that as a kid. So like I I like I don't know how to show that as much as I should. Um so that wasn't for me. Um I got into talent management and and in reality what I did is I was I realized that my network was what allowed me to be successful. So I just connected people and I said, okay, what area do I want to start connecting people in? Um, and I started connecting models to people that needed models and people call that promoting, people call that, um, booking agent, people call that talent management. Um, and that's really my main kind of source of revenue. Okay. And that's what I do.
0: Well, so, so talk about like entrepreneurship, right? So like, I feel like being an entrepreneur isn't necessarily better than working nine to five. You know what I mean? Like talk about your friend who was in tech sales, and he's like, "Hey, go and get a go and get a job, or whatever." You know, um, like I feel like. So I used to work at nine to five, right? Drew, have you worked in nine to five? Yeah. Oh, right, because you're Salesforce. working at Salesforce, yeah. And so, like, when I was working my nine to five, like, dude, the money was great. Like, don't get me wrong, the money was great. My four hundred one k was great. My cell phone bill getting paid was great. A um, bunch of other great benefits. My food for lunch was like four dollars a day like Hmm. you know it was all subsidized but um it was a whole different life you know like I wasn't in control of what I was doing right and like Mm -hmm. my biggest thing was I would build out projects and don't get me wrong it was a blessing the job that I had like I learned so much the person that was my manager was a great mentor the person that got me the like job that I had there Mm -hmm. was an amazing mentor still amazing person in my life like you know and I will tell you that I had the opportunity, um, my like manager, had told him about my company, right? And things like that. And he was like, Hey, there's going to be a bunch of layoffs. And I'm not sure if, you know, I'm going to get laid off and I don't know if I'm still going to be here or whatever. And he goes, I think you should do your business full time if you want to. This is your opportunity. Well, that's a blessing. Well, but here's the thing, right? He goes, he goes, dude. And he goes, he goes, but you can choose to stay if you want, but you'll work under this person. I was like, fuck that, mm-hmm. I'm out. You know? mm-hmm. uh, that's <laughs> why I left my last thing. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. Or two things ago. I'm sorry. Yeah, dude, and then, and then so for me, I was like, I was like, hey, like I didn't, I didn't tell my mom that I that I quit my job. I didn't, well, I didn't like quit. I like, just didn't like renew my internship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't tell my mom. I, my mom was like, you going to work today? I was like, I'm working from home.
2: <laughs> Gosh, so you were terrified too. I I, I lied for I, like six I months. Yeah. Mom, you know, like, I lied I, until I had money.
0: Dude, dude, dude.
2: dude <laughs> I dude. was like, yeah, I'm going to work. I literally, during COVID, I was like, yeah, I might still work from home.
0: Uh. Dude, dude, <laughs> uh, uh, dude, uh, until right now dude like, dude, like for me, like, like dude, I was, I was making money in college. Yeah. And I was making money when I was working my full-time job. So like when I went, when I went full-time, like my company, like when I started doing that full-time, I didn't tell my mom. I was like, hey, all right, cool. You want to work now? And then like one day I was like, hey, mom, like you know, I actually stopped working there like four months ago. I just didn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> and then she was like, what? I was like, you know. And so what my mom did was something that was like very, very, very cool that a lot of parents don't do. My mom never told me we'll go out and find another job. She said, all right, well, you know. Do what you're doing and then because like dude like my mom has had a lot of trust in me and a lot of faith in me and it's been a blessing because a lot of parents aren't like that They're you need to go get a fucking
2: garbage on my childhood I don't have time for this <sighs> <I'm just laughs>
3: kidding, <go ahead>. R.I.P.
0: <laughs> like, my mom guess, was amazing she <laughs> she blessed me
2: chapter
0: amen what, what can I, I was say? missing
2: chapter four
0: <laughs> amen amen I'm just letting you know. I'm going to read
1: this shit. I can't wait to read no, it. No, I, I really think it. you should. No, but, but
0: but what I was saying was this: like, dude, like, like when I went full-time entrepreneur, like, it was fucking shitty. Like, I won't lie. And I was in college. I was in college. I was working a job. I just quit my job, which means I don't have consistent money coming in, right? And now I'll have to go out and we have a term called you got to eat what you kill. Yeah, well, I'm so sorry. You have to kill what you eat. You eat what you kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You eat what you kill. So you have to go out and you have to go hunt for it, you know? So, like, every day I'm on the fucking hunt looking for new opportunities, looking for new deals. And I was in college studying a hard-ass major, and I had to make decisions. Am <laughs> I going to go to this meeting?
1: <laughs> I remember that shit.
0: <laughs> dude, dude I, was, I was like, am I going to go to this meeting and meet this customer? Or am I going to class. go to class? Or, That's so funny. or it wasn't even just go to class. It was like, oh, or am I going to study, you know? yeah. Because I remember one of the biggest events, like of the year, was the day before one of my biggest midterms of oh the year. God. I went to the fucking event. <laughs> Respect, dude. Well, because I looked at my life, I said, dude, like if I fail this class, like I know, deep down in my heart, I don't want to program the rest of my life. I want to be an engineer rest of my life. You know, and like I knew that, yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna do something that I I love and enjoy. I'm just gonna go for that. You know, like I'll I'll make my way through school, like I'll I'll, I'll get through it, right? Yeah. But I know what I want to focus on and be. So yeah, that was uh, that's my kind of like nine to five. All
1: right, let's 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 for sure like compare and contrast the benefits of working a job and a nine to five and entrepreneurship. Because I, I want to hear from you first in your story because it's probably more interesting. Uh, yeah. uh, and then I'll get to mine. But go ahead. Um, your opinion on it.
2: Okay, so when I like. I did tech sales ever since I graduated college and um, how many years? Two and
1: a half. half. Because the reason why I want to have this conversation I think it's important because a lot of millennials like entrepreneurship is hot right now. And it's associated with sexiness, success,
0: yeah, cars, and freedom, freedom, yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. 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 unlimited but, like, money in your account, <laughs> unlimited somehow, <laughs> <laughs> unlimited. No, <laughs> no expenses, no uh, expenses. You do what you want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Women, men, yeah. travel. Women, men, travel. <laughs> God literally, damn it. literally, 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 God. everything. Like it's just like okay, it's not, and we yeah. all know that here. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So go ahead. I want to elaborate, elaborate more.
2: So, I, w- I don't even want to say two and a half years. I really only worked, like, had a job for like a year and a half of those two and a half years because during the times that I either like quit to try a business, got shit on by my family and like got scared and went back to my job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, That was the first time. So I was like the number one performer at my first company. Um, Sean Mortazavi, Stephen O. Thank you guys for training me and making me what I was. Um, I left that company to start my first company which immediately was I was like disowned by my entire family And like got I still lived with them Like I, I wasn't fully like supporting myself at the time mm-hmm. um, Or no I was fully support. I've made six figures I, I really was fully supporting myself I just didn't I wasn't like in my head Like supporting myself Like I was like I need them for some reason Or I care about what they think a lot still um, And that's what I was worried about So like I literally like Three, four It was like four and a half Five months into my first business I was actually profitable And I just quit and like my partner was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, dude, like I just can't take the stress anymore from my own family. So I freaked out, went, didn't have a job for six months, but was interviewing for six months. And I didn't even realize that why aren't I doing my business for these six months? I didn't realize, it. I actually didn't realize it till just now. <laughs> How ridiculous that sounds. So after six months, uh, got a job. Uh, really, like, kind of finessed that interview and got into a company that was, like, two above my pay grade, kind of, mm-hmm. and really struggled, like, to the point where I was like, oh, my God, these people are 35, and I'm 23 doing this job. What am I doing? <laughs> like, these guys are ballers, and I'm fucking bum. What the hell? And I didn't... Un- like, they were so smart. Like, when they talked, I was like, I'm an idiot. Oh, my God. So I had this negative feedback loop just going. Imposter d- syndrome. Yes. And I, and I didn't even realize it so I just like kept drowning. Right. And um Jonathan Benelli, I will never ever be able to thank you more than I can right now. Literally I quit. I tried to quit and he did not le- uh my CEO Steven I don't know I don't even know your last name. <laughs> Steven Jang, I apologize, did not let me quit. He literally said, no, you're you're amazing at what you do and you just haven't found yourself here yet and you need to stay. I'm not letting you quit. You're gonna take a day off. He's like, you're going to take a month off and you're going to come back. Swear to God, I went home that day crying. Next day, called him and said, I'm coming back. I couldn't even like, I couldn't even take the month off. I was like, I need to win. Went back, struggle, struggle, struggle. It did not just automatically become great. Five months in, struggling. Six months in, struggling. Six and a half months. Why are things clicking? Seven months. You're getting good. Seven and a half months. Top five. It's good. Okay, so, um, the benefit, and then so the point of you had a you had a question. The point is, when I got to that second peak of like a really high level that I had no business even being in, um, the benefits of that are a high base salary. Um, in general, I would actually let's get this, let's actually go back to nine to five. Benefits of nine to five stability. True benefits if you're I mean most I'm assuming most nine to five they get benefits most
0: most of them yeah most of them awesome, do yeah
2: yeah um I hope you know what you're doing you like you just know what you're gonna be doing oh yeah every for day. the most part like yeah,
0: yeah. yeah the same task like same, or, or the same task you're doing like you're you are you are doing a job for a purpose. You're doing mm-hmm. a job <laughs> yeah you're doing a
2: job for a purpose. Um you're around people that are in the same boat as you Which, when you're an entrepreneur, you're not because, like, unless you like put yourself out there and like, I met you and I met Jarrell now, um, and I like, otherwise, I'm just in my house, you know, like just trying to figure it out like by myself. And um, you're the the stress of being an employee and performing performing at your job is not the same as being an entrepreneur because the 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 only time I ever succeeded as an entrepreneur was when I was laid off at my last company and had no choice because it was either okay get a job during coronavirus. Or hustle and figure this shit out and figure your life out and go get everything you ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. So, now that I'm an entrepreneur, though, I have different problems. So, um, I would say the pros of being an entrepreneur, you can work when you want.
0: Quote-unquote. Technically.
2: Quote-unquote. Technically, I do work when I want. I really do. Like, I don't have, I haven't set an alarm in six months. Uh, I wake up naturally at like 8, 9 a.m., um, I work out in the morning. I work from like 12 to like five to keep it real with you. Sometimes 12 to six, 12 to seven, just depends. Like it depends on what my day's like, mm-hmm. um, sleep when I want. If I want to go out on a Thursday, I can without worrying about kind of being up early the next day. Um, as I can literally travel whenever I want. So I, I am making it sound a little better than like I'm <laughs> supposed to. I'm it sound like sa- one of Instagram no, stories you just sound talking like, about. Hey, okay, hey, man, I'm going to keep
0: it 100. I wake up when I want. I travel when I want. Hey man, no, I set an alarm. But it's not cap. <laughs> 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 Listen,
2: this is real. But it wasn't always like this. And when it started, I was literally working 12-hour days. I swear to God, I was working 12-hour days. I couldn't even take a Saturday or Sunday off. I had no automation, no systems in place, no people... Under me or working with me at the same time to do things I'm gonna keep it on it. That shit has that ship has sailed. I'm winning (laughs) But (laughs) but i'm telling you you can get there If you understand that you have to go through all the garbage To build what a lot of us have Um, I love it. (laughs) And I would just say though, bro, like look Your business can always fail your job, you'll always collect a check until your company, like, fails or, like, they fire you right, and right, then you just go get another job. Like, it's not, I know, like, yeah. I, I should, this is very unsensitive of me to say, it's not that hard to get a job. I don't, I don't think so. Is that absurd?
0: For some people. I mean, like.
2: Why? Uh, why? It depends, on, it depends I mean, like, on what it de- industry. It depends on what industry. industry. But, like, yeah. dude, like
0: like, honestly, like, it also depends, like, on you as a person, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: like, if you don't go. Just what?
0: go. Um, okay, but it, it, My
2: boy it. lost his job because he didn't go. Like, you're, <laughs> you're like, a bum. Like, bum. All right, bummed. that's a to personal. He, like, this thing personal. <laughs> <laughs> like, he knows he's a bum. Like, bro, like, what are you doing? Like,
1: like, hilarious. It, it depends on you, your network, and yeah, how much yeah, initiative uh, yeah, yeah, you put true. towards it. Like, that's honestly, true. I don't know the fucking job market. I knew the job market pre COVID. I have yeah. no idea what the fucking job market is now. Right, or what's going to be post COVID, or post COVID right now? I because I'm one. I'm not looking. I'm not in it. I'm not hearing the woes of the of the people. Right, right, right. I hear the woes of entrepreneurs. <laughs> and fucking like when I had a nine to five, this was my first big boy job, quote unquote, out of college, paying like fifty bucks an hour. I thought I was balling until I fucking taxes. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get taxed like fucking thirty, forty percent at that uh, at that pay rate. Um, I was working in San Francisco at their new fucking tower, which is useless at this point. (laughs) It's just a wasted office space because of COVID. Um, It took, like, traffic was shit. It was a a part-time job, literally two hours there to get to San Francisco from San Jose and two hours back. So four times that by five days a week, four hours times five days a week. So it's a part-time job to get into my full-time job. Um, Salesforce is a great company, don't get me wrong. Fabulous fucking company, great culture, great people. It's just the nine to five lashes was not for me. Yo. You were
2: a sales engineer?
1: I was a fucking, uh, I was like a research, research oh, okay. coordinator or some shit. Okay. Um, I re- really didn't, it just wasn't fucking for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Three months in, I get fired. I was like, I hit the fucking wall. I'm at the drawing board. I'm like, what the fuck do I like? What the fuck yeah. do I actually like do?
2: Were Damn. you stacked at this time or not yeah. yet? What do you mean? buff? Uh, I
1: was always, I'm always lean. I'm lean. I'm not
3: buff. She said, "He said, hey, man, if you don't I'm shine. lean. Hey, uh. I'm not buff.
1: I was always uh, so. This is like fucking 2018 at this. I'm point I'm pretty sure
0: you and I had a conversation that night, like after yeah, you lost, after after yeah, you lost your job, yeah. like I, know I was over your house. We were chatting, and that was hard this. for me to fucking say too. Well, dude, and like, dude, like I was on your ass. Like I was like, I remember I was telling Drew, I was like, "Hey, man, like, like, what do you want to do, dog?" Because like, don't get me wrong, like I've known Drew for a long time. And me and Drell didn't really get like close, close so like the past two years, mm-hmm. and it was just like I was, I was like, "Yo, dog, like you need to get your shit together, like, and like what is it that you want to do? Like, let, you need to sit down and figure out what the fuck it is that you want to do." And then Jarrell took, took his time, sat down for the flexible studio Now he's kicking ass. Like, dude, Jarrell is killing it right
1: like now. Like, fucking, I literally had to sit with myself, go back to the fucking drawing board, and said, what the fuck do I like? What the fuck could I do? That qu- cliche quote of what what would you do for free for the rest of your life? Right. And that was training. I really? fucking love doing that shit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I did it for fucking free that summer. Just to, I learned about marketing funnels. Mm-hmm. Give a free service, which was free boot camps. Nice. And then what I would do was upsell people on my online training. Right. And so then uh, I did it with uh, did it with Fobs that you introduced me to.
0: Yep, shout out to Brian Fobs.
1: And then fucking um, that made me pivot into. At the time, I was also applying for my master's as well at Santa Clara, so I right. always kept my gray high at Santa Clara.
2: Light flux. Yeah.
0: Sorry. yeah. <laughs> subtle <laughs> flux. The only black guy at Santa Clara doing a master's. <laughs> Facts, I'm The only fucking dude. <laughs> only black. <laughs> Dude, Drozzy, Jarrell, J- dude, I'm telling uh, you, Dro walks in class in like another country, bro. Facts. Oh my god,
2: like
1: I don't. know. But even, Hey, can we help? This you? This is another podcast. Literally,
0: bro. literally, bro. Can we help you? you then help you me? come out. No, sir? no, no,
2: just chocolate. My care, sir,
0: sir, 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 sir. On um, the basketball court is over there. Uh, uh, practice has already started. I think you're at the wrong place. Oh god, that's
1: good. Ugh. I can. I have no objections to this. because it's all very real. That's funny. It's true. So fucking. Um, which lands me in Santa Clara, then get into there, lands me in Palo Alto from Palo Alto. It just, I just fucking take off and explode because um, I see ooh. the value of your net, of a network. Mm-hmm. Your network is your net worth period. And then I was, I, I took the sacrifice.
2: My cousin was a, uh, debt bankruptcy debt slash bankruptcy attorney working for somebody else at 28. At 32, the student is loaded. The only private, besides that competitor that he worked for, debt and bankruptcy attorney in Santa Clara. The yeah. only
1: one. And, you, like, that market that's so niche, and that's why I still go to Santa Clara and do therapy,
0: there's there's no black therapist.
2: Wow. wow. I didn't even realize
1: that. There's hardly any male <sighs> black therapist. That's we
0: talk about in Santa Clara or just in general?
1: Well, just in There's very
0: few. Yeah, there are a few. That there's is very true. Few. That yeah, is yeah. Well, it's like make my therapist. Black.
1: I have a black therapist myself, yeah. black woman. I'm a black man. That's good, and I'll probably do. You really?
0: I do. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's awesome. i Yeah, I didn't because I've 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 actually completed. Um, I went through like three therapists. Right. Yeah. I didn't really. Yeah, I, I didn't really see a lot. Well, I didn't. Well, I didn't see a lot of, of chocolate well, therapists. Well, chocolate. <laughs> I love the fact he says chocolate. Dude, like, dude, this <laughs> makes my
0: fucking. Day. I would love a chocolate I, therapist. <laughs> she He says is chocolate. Right and it is <laughs> like, dude, dude, dude. This is gonna be. This ah. is going on Instagram. <laughs> that, why this is fantastic. That body's on, on a today, bro. This oh like, on I Instagram. Time. I love it. Oh, oh my God. God. You're so welcome many th- times. Well that's I do. that's <laughs> why I do what I do. And you're not tested
1: <laughs> until you get punched in the mouth as an entrepreneur. 90% of my business gone. Oh, God. Rebuilding, baby. And you did it. Oh, yeah. I'm
2: still why there. is six months that number? That, like, you bought, like, something I don't know. COVID was 12 months. Every- oh, yeah.
3: oh, okay.
0: 15 months No, I was going to say, every, every oh. little
2: come up, like, six months. When you stay, but I'm going to say this. If you stay at something for six, okay, maybe 12. You're
0: something, six though.
2: months, six months every time, like, I- if I didn't give up on something for six months, I won. To yeah. keep it on it with you, I never like went like I gave up on golf like two months in. I was trash. I just gave up. I golf is it. fun. Yeah. you like it. You've, I can't stand
1: there. golf.
0: Is fun. I'm a
2: hooper, bro. I can't. When have stand. you ever
0: played golf, Jero?
2: With my clients,
0: you he gives them golf.
2: therapy yes. on the golf. He goes, "Hello." Th- and then. The
0: <laughs> you've played golf. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your clubs? They brought them for me. Yeah, this uh, I don't know play. what the fuck I was every, doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely don't play. No, uh, that's right. You <laughs> don't play golf like damn near every other weekend. A lands. Oh, yeah. Everyone knows Baylands, but you go to the Bay- range, yeah, but you don't play like 18 holes. No, exactly. No, you hit and yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Dude, you go to the yeah, range. Yeah, That's yeah, different. Yeah,
2: yeah, It's not. I mean, I was hidden. Boom. It, it just it didn't feel I couldn't. Right. I wasn't patient enough for it. I was hidden. <laughs> Continue. <Come> on. <laughs> um, one thing I do want to say about entrepreneurship first nine to five. Um, one thing that I realized is when I was really good at tech sales and an employee and I actually really loved my day-to-day, you have to remember in life that if that's all you know, regardless of what it is, it's going to apply to anything. That is what I knew and I loved life. I was happy. In, in terms of career-wise, I was still happy in everything else as well. Until I became full-time entrepreneur because I had no choice because I got laid off and I was like, dude, I don't want to interview again. Like, I just don't want to do this anymore. Yes. Um, then I saw the freedom I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm being honest. Oh. Uh, I have the, the the freedom that I've built, which I didn't have for the first six months of my journey to what I do now. Um, the freedom that I have, I, I couldn't trade it for a salary. I don't care if you could pay. you, you I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Um, we need to talk. Continue because we need to talk about that. Oh. oh, I thought you were telling me to look at the mic. No, like, oh, no, you're uh, good. Um, I'm like... Yeah. I, I couldn't, you couldn't buy my freedom, bro. Like, I don't want to talk about what, what I make, but it's just like, there's no number that you could just be like, Hey, you, you got to work for me and you got to work this schedule and you got to work 12 hours a day and you got to work or even eight hours a day. You got to work eight hours a day. You got to, you have 14 days of paid vacation time. Like, bro, I'm, I'm taking a trip every month right now. Like, I, like I, I can't trade that. I, I can't trade an alarm. I can't trade um, going to the gym in the morning. Like I, I really, I literally could not go.
0: And he can tell me about my mom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, I, this over is, is here, living the Instagram entrepreneur life. But, but I, but it wasn't always this way. That's true, it's it's true, just true, like, but like, true, like I couldn't. True, true, so I once you see true. the other side, I promise you, if you find your way, All right. All right. Um, it's worth it. But go ahead. I want to talk and about so. our Sorry. lifestyles.
1: I want each each person to go. Go
2: ahead.
1: I train three days a week. Intentionally, told my clients, I'm only training on these three days. Maybe Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. The rest of those days are allocated towards building other aspects of my business, period. Mm. And the workflow I have. Mondays are practically, it's a choice for me. It's a day off or it's a self-care day. Or my choice again, I get to do some work. Tuesdays, full work day. Mm-hmm. Damn near 12, 14 hours, mm-hmm. busting it out. Wednesdays are straight self-care days. I have therapy on Wednesdays. Working on myself, everything like that. Thursdays, all work days. Fridays, work days. Maybe Saturdays, kind of a work day. Um, yeah, like you. I cannot sacrifice fucking the freedoms that I currently enjoy now. I know if it's Monday, this is what I'm doing. If it's Wednesday, this is what I'm doing. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I love the clients I have. Mm-hmm. Like, it's beyond just a transactional relationship. They're actually my friends. Like they literally like me. I like them. (laughs) I'm training them during COVID, which is like, they like you. Right. Like if they're training you during a pandemic, they like you more than their own fucking, they value you. And so that's the type of relationships and partnerships that I only build in my life today. If it's, if it's, it's, if it's just transactional, I don't want to deal with you. And it wasn't always like that. It was not always like that. This took to get to the comfortability that I'm at to literally took because when I was at that gym working, I was accepting anyone and anyone who ever did what. If you were a doctor, if you were a lawyer, if you were a fucking VC, I was like, yo, when can we train Sunday at 6 p.m.? I'll be there. That's amazing.
2: I when I was an employee, and you know this because you worked at Salesforce, or something? Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, all my my relationships weren't real with the with the customers. Mm-hmm. They just weren't real. They were f- whatever, but I would never like I've all my clients from my business. I hang out with. Yeah, they're really my
1: boys. That's that's the game, people. If you really want to know entrepreneurship, sure, that is the game. Everyone that you do business with is your friend.
0: I disagree. Well, <laughs> but, well, well, no, no, no. Chocolate, with, Mike. Chocolate, Mike. Mike, Mike with, <laughs> the, with, with the shit. disagreement coming in, but like, dude, like, I'm in a whole different space, right? So, like, okay, so, so, that's so, fair, actually. Yeah. because, like, like, you guys, we provide service. You, well, I'm a service provider, technically as well, right? So we we, we service and product based, but it's like I look, I I'm on a corporate, like, straight, like B2B corporate level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. like, you know, we have fucking like 10 employees, like we're we, like, every day I'm, like, managing people, right? Every day, like, I'm working with customers. Every day I'm working with my salespeople to work with their customers, helping them build out things that work really well. And for me, like, there's some customers that are not your friend. Like, like yeah. Jamal Jamal and I talked about this the other day. It's like, hey, man, like, you go in, you get your money, and you get the fuck out, right? Because when you're your friend, people are like, oh, you're my friend. Oh, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's like, great, like, hey, let's do another project, Right? And some other people are like, hey, you know, like, can you discount this for me? Because, like, we're cool now. Because there's some people you can have that relationship with, Mm -hmm. right? I have a lot of customers that have that relationship. We go, we hang out, whatever. It's cool. It's great you play golf, do all this other stuff. But it's like, I'm not really integrated into their life every single day. Like, like they know me as, like, a fantastic partner and a great vendor, like, whatever. And I like to have fun. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm not their friend. Like, like, look. Like, dude, if you're in a car crash, you're not going to call Mike. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what I'm saying? And so, like. But it's a deeper level than just a transactional exchange. Well, I mean, like, some people are just transactional. Yeah. Right? And 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 those can be some of your best customers. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, hey, you got me to do this job. I pay you. You're out. Hey, Mike, I need this again. Cool. You pay me. I'm out. Like, cool. Right? Mm -hmm. And then some people, like, we have great relationships. Like, hey, man, let's go hang out and do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. I had a customer the other day. Crazy. I think I sent you guys a photo. I think I sent of guys a photo. Um, and so, like, I was working on a project, and, like, this customer trusts me a lot, right? So he calls, like, hey, Mike. Uh, I was at his office. hey, I have your check for you. And I was, like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And, you know, normally you do 50-50, 50% up front, 50% upon completion. And he gives me a check, paid in full. I was, like, all right. <laughs> I guess Lit. we start right now, you know? So then, you know, like, I have those relationships, right? But with him, it isn't just, like, transactional. Like, like, him and I have a relationship. Like, like we talk about other things as well, and we're, you know, always working on doing things together, like various projects, right? But there's always a level to that. But I'm never, like, your buddy, 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 buddy. Unless it's, like, I knew you before, and then we started doing work together, and then it's, like, cool. But it's, like, from a, from a client, there has to be a client, a client-customer. And like,
1: we know how to balance that delicate boundary. Right. But I, I, I just want to guess
0: it depends on your and both of you guys are
1: in
2: yeah, different industries. Yeah, all my industries. all my people are females.
0: That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> so for, for you and for you like you're connecting people with other people. Right? Yeah, so it's like we got to so, so, be all so, so, so you have to all be on the same page. Like mm-hmm. like you know, and Jarell, like you your job is to connect. Your job. job is to have people love you and be like, oh, my God, Jarrell, like, I want to hang out with you every single day because I know I'm going to get fucking fit. Let's like,
1: go to brunch. Rich. Let's go to
0: brunch. <laughs> yeah. At smoothie. Santa Clara University. Oh, my God. Anyway, um, that was... Gonna get edited. Out. No, <laughs> no, no don't that. you dare! Oh hell no! <laughs> that's good. Anyway, oh, um, so I mean, like, dude,
1: like, but what we're describing is different aspects of the entrepreneurship game. I
0: agree. I agree. Yeah. Here I, agree right. I agree. But I just want to point out there are different aspects of entrepreneur game. But
1: a lot of people don't know that, though.
0: Right. That's the reason why we have this discussion right now Thanks. is because like there's because there's people who are on the corporate side like me. Oh, and there's guys that are on the you know relationship side like you guys.
2: Let me say. Let me say something that's a con because I, I really like said a lot of things um about like positives. I have, like, sometimes I just have to answer the phone regardless of what time it is.
3: Oh, yeah. Like, if somebody
2: oh, calls and, it like, I just did a transaction or something and I'm, like, it's, like, midnight or they're on the East Coast and it's, like, you know, 10 p.m. my time, but, like, 1 a.m. their time and they're awake and they're calling me at 1 a.m. And I'm, like, on a date, I'll be, like, babe, sorry, I, like, I have to take this. Like, oh, actually, yeah, that in, if I was like- an employee, I would literally just be, like, go to hell. I'm still getting my base. <laughs> you know, that's literally what I would do. But, um... With, with this, bro, like, when you're running your own thing and you have, like, however many clients you have, you know that number approximately. I know my number. And I'm like, I don't want to lose that guy. Absolutely. So, sometimes you are, I don't want to say, like, you're on his time or her time. Like, you're on that person's time. But you kind of are sometimes. But that exchange is
1: worth it, though, in my it opinion. Is. It is. Like, if I have to, like, it could be Sunday at 8 o'clock and my client texts me, hey, I don't want to, I want to change Tuesday this is going to get done. This Google calendar is going to change this, this peace of mind that right. I need to provide you yeah. in order for, be, that's why you like me and do business with me. Cause yeah. I'm responsive. Yeah. I take initiative and you like me because of those reasons. Yes. And you can find anyone else. You can, I'm probably, I'm not the only person that does this, mm-hmm. but you choose me for these reasons. But one mm-hmm. thing I want
0: to point I draw that like you kind of talked about earlier was the fact that you have days for self-care, you have days for yourself and you like budget your time to be like, all right, I only work, I only work with my customers, like, what do you say, Tuesday, Thursday? Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, right? And sometimes Saturday. And so, like, mm-hmm. that is. Those are, is, like, micro things. But that's crazy. Like, dude, like, like where I'm at, I'm, like, no days off. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get me you wrong. Part of no, my no, choice, no, though, no, I no, still no, choose no, to work, But too. no, But what I'm saying is, what you're doing is things that people need to do. Mm-hmm right they need to take time for themselves they need to take time to relax like i was with my friend yesterday and i was talking to her i was like hey dude like i don't take time to relax like i don't sit at the beach and hang out like being at the beach drains my battery like
2: it's like hard for you to sit It's hard
0: for me to sit like dude like like, if i'm not working if like i'm not being productive and it's like like what am i gonna do i don't want to get into
1: psychology but that's a trauma response yeah i'm gonna be the therapist of the shit that is a trauma
2: response no i have the same issue well, I feel like I'm not doing enough.
1: That is, I'll say this since I'm studying, I'll be a therapist in like two, three years. That is a trauma response. It'll be mine. That is a, that is a. You're working from a place of scarcity and fear internally. Trust me, I had to retrain myself that things are might, might. This is me just projecting. I might. This might not be
0: a definitive reason.
1: Things might go away. You might lose this. It, it probably comes from your story too.
0: Right, but I mean, yes, but I feel like. I work best when my back's against the wall. Me too. So it's like when I when I'm in those situations, and like, does it come from a place of trauma. comes from? probably right. That's something that we could dive into. Not on the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not the time. This is not chocolate time. This is not chocolate therapist time. This is not chocolate therapist time.
1: <laughs> Get you a chocolate
0: therapist. Oh God. Um, yeah, but so at the same time, I mean, like, it is. I feel like what you do is really important, and people should take the time to do that.
1: Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And uh, it hasn't always been like that. Like literally bussing out fucking six, seven days a week training, 12 days, twelve hours of fucking day, literally that, that grind that Gary Vee always says, work your nine to five and then work your six to six to 11 or six to 10, wherever the fuck. Um, that's what I was doing in order to get to the lifestyle that I have now.
0: So when you talk about trauma, um, why do you feel like a lot of rich success people become depressed over time?
1: Oh God, I have these conversations all the time. They're so fascinating. Oh my God, like it's like that cliche saying, "You have everything. Why are you miserable? Why are you like you have it? You could do whatever you want. You can go anywhere you want. You you don't have to work." Like right. Um, I want to hear from you guys. I know the answer, but I want to hear from you guys. It's very so. I think
2: the first thing is you like what I noticed is I couldn't talk to people that weren't where I was at. Which were most of the people that I used to hang out with. Right. Am I changing? Yeah, duh. Like we're not here to stay the same forever. But right. they it was almost like they made me feel bad that I was changing. They're like, oh you only care about this now or like you don't have time for us now. I'm like, yeah, bro, I don't I don't have time to play video games for six hours. Right. I just I don't have time to smoke weed all day. Right. Like um and I started losing those kind of friendships that i used to have and um i couldn't really share my life with that many people because like i remember one of my best friends literally said like everything you do is a brag and i'm like no bro it's just it's a brag to you right like if i tell mike i closed a million dollar deal he'd be like that's light yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know I had, like,
1: this, I had this comment with my therapist too it's like even me being out here in uh like Menlo park atherton Alto, very wealthy people yeah like I've literally seen them close nine figure deals in front of me while training them. Like this is normal. Yeah, this is right, their right. normal like, ecosystem. This is their normal life because yeah. the people that surround them in their community, it's the same. This mm-hmm. is how this is how things are. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't a brag. This is
0: normal. That's yeah, it's comment, not a flag. You said so. the word nine figures. Oh yeah. yeah. You know nine figures. A is lot of minimum hundred million dollars. Money. Yes, right. and yeah, I'm yeah. witnessing this. I just want to make sure you knew what nine figures was. Uh, Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but I like, I like realized I was at that point where like, I couldn't share my life with a lot of people. And I was like, wow, all these people that really, and like people started like detaching from me. Like there's just like, um, and everybody talks about this, so I don't want to sound like cliche with it, but it's like jealousy is real and hate is real. And like when you're happy and you're winning, people hate that. And, uh, when you see your like friends that really were your friends, like, not like you invite them somewhere and like, you know, they're not used to whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, things that me and you do all the time, which is go to the club or right. travel or boom, whatever. Um, They don't want to be a part of that because they feel so out of their comfort zone that that, that they're so uncomfortable. They just don't want to be there.
0: Well, I mean like, so I'm not saying topic of when you're doing really well, people are like hating on you. Like dude, yeah. I just, I don't deal with that anymore. Like, like the people in my life, like when when A, like I I don't post a lot of shit like on my work stuff or like, you know, like I'll I'll tell my homies, my yeah. close homies, like, hey, AO Dog, just know I'm working. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like yeah, I'll yeah. post it on like, you know, I'll send a director post on my close friend story. I shouldn't have said that people are gonna be so jealous. You close. have a close friend? I'm not I honest. have a close friends it's late. I'm gonna add you. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, so but I mean like but I mean like it is like I those people who aren't supportive of me and are like, hey like, anyone who's ever, like, I'm, there's not a lot of people that show me any hate, to be honest. Even I post publicly on Instagram, like, hey, man, dude, that's really cool. People from high school hit me up, and they're like, hey, Mike, looks like you're doing really well. We should go, we should go hang out, and we should go grab a You're coffee. not
2: rude like me. That's true, I'm man. fucking rude, bro. Like, I like I flex way too hard for no reason. Um, I get that all the time. We're just, like, random people, or just, like, people that I don't talk to, for lack of better terms, have something to say. Um, don't, don't, why do, you, why do you choose to respond
0: um honestly I was gonna get on you about that. I, I just forgot he was reminded. Yeah, you're
1: never gonna win on the internet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. there's this page yeah. I follow called The Gains. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's like a fucking they have their gym Means they're Savage, and I'll just post that's where I go to post my demon shit, my rude shit. Mm. Because the community itself is validating that type of like type of rhetoric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when somebody I'll do get those rude comments here and there, but then it's the community of people that'll go like, yo, like this is what we want here. I see. So it's just like the people who comment that you don't know
2: on your shit and you're feeding into that energy. I was. I was. um, Why did I do it at that time? I think I have a, like, part of my brand is a shit talker. Yeah. So I, I like, kind of felt like I had to, like, do that. Um, And, like, to be honest, not to go uh, therapist, but. When I was um, chocolate therapy, so chocolate should, therapy chocolate session thing, coming thing. right now. <laughs> hey, that's gonna be a segment.
1: <laughs> right, that shit with <laughs> I'm gonna put
3: in the notes. God.
2: Um, no, when I grew up and I was getting, I got bullied in middle school, high school too. Um, I was always small, but I was always funnier than everybody. So I always roasted everybody, and like I would always win. So like I never actually got in fights. I just got like my lunch took or something and like little shit. But, like, I would always have something to say. And I always had a big mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, and s- people always told me my big mouth would get me in trouble. It really never has. Yeah. It really always just kept me, like, safe. Or, like, when the bully gets laughed at by the entire crowd, like, they actually get embarrassed and, like, leave. Like, so I, that was, like, my inner, like, I'm going to make this guy look like a fool. Like, type, you know? Mm. Like, that was just where that came from.
1: Right, right, right. So, chocolate therapy.
2: <laughs>
1: We're turning that into a segment on the podcast. It's here. fantastic. Yes. All right, shooting. Mike, go. Why do you think? Stay on topic. Why do you think rich, rich people, wealthy people, successful?
2: People? Oh wait, wait. Actually, sorry, I have one more answer before you guys. I'm sorry. Okay, it's really important. Um, another reason is because when you try to help people, they have they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. Like especially like your old friends, who like you try to like show them that like you really are looking out for them and they want to help you or and you want to help them and they don't want your help. And that hurts me, like, when I try to help people, and I'm like, if I have to beg you, if you know me and I have to beg you to pay $2.99 for this, it was $1, like, two weeks ago.
0: It was actually free.
2: It was free! I'm I'm embarrassed. I'm actually hurt. When it was free, even when it was $2.99, that's what you spend on your coffee with too much sugar. And Jarrell would not approve of you drinking that. No, I Because he's a personal trainer. And he's in very good shape. Follow him. But, um... <laughs>
0: What I need you guys to understand is milk chocolate Jaro. Oh god.
2: It's more of a caramel.
0: Uh, you're right. Yeah. Caramel germ. Coffee with too much cream. My <laughs> God.
2: <Gosh. laughs> um no, you you like when I see people like like not want my help or like think I'm whatever or like whatever. You want to think I'm a scam, whatever. Bro, I, I literally have what you want. You cannot say that. You cannot say that. If you do, you're lying to yourself whatever extent it is, I work for myself. Um, you know, I don't want to gas myself today, but the point is what successful people get depressed often because they see the people that they truly want to help the most, not let them help. Yeah. I can relate to a lot of well,
0: like real continue. quick. Actually on the same topic, like what you were just saying, like what about the person? So like, I know when you first did pre-orders, it was like 20 bucks. Yes. And then and then someone pre-ordered and then they saw, damn, would have known it was gonna be three dollars. I would or just bought the three dollar one.
2: Oh no, no, no. They said can I get my eighteen dollars back? Yeah. I was like, tell Gucci that next time I have a sale. Like, what? That's true. And then somebody else same day you saw the same thing. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. else fan these are fans, these are people I've never met. First fan said that. Second fan said, I would've paid twenty kissy face. That's true. That's real love. And That's she true. will go farther in life based on that, uh, you know, because it's like you you it's the mindset.
0: Right.
3: It's not about that. So, yeah.
0: so like so why people, rich people get depressed when they have everything in the world. Like, um, for me, I feel like you don't have everything. You yeah. know? Like yeah. like I look at it and I say, There's a lot of things that make you happy and things that like people say money can buy happiness, like if for sure can make you happy. But but it won't make you, like, fulfilled. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. like, okay. people people just haven't found their purpose and they're working towards their purpose, you know? And once they know what their purpose is, then they, then they feel fulfilled, you know? Whatever that is to whatever kind of person or whoever that person is, you know? Once they feel fulfilled, you're like, all right, cool, great. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I feel like it is. It's like people just haven't found their purpose, you know? Like, yeah. like I am... Last week, right? Our last episode, we talked about how Rick Ross... Says that when you have money, a lot of money, it allows you to be more creative. Yep. It right. allows you to be more creative. It allows you to oh, be more okay. creative. Right? Hence the podcast. Hence the podcast. And so. We're not Ross Rich, though. <laughs> you're, oh. not Ross Ridge. <laughs> you're not Ross Rich. You're not Ross No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got 80 million sitting, my guy? Mm-hmm. I play the fifth um, wait, wait, so, wait. so so, yeah I mean like When you have money You can kind of just do what You can kind of do What you enjoy But you have to fear what it is that you enjoy mm. for, So you can do it You know what I'm saying So you
2: Say that again You have to fear What did you say
0: You have to fuel Fuel Okay. Fuel what you enjoy Okay Okay And if you don't know What you enjoy You can't fuel it You know what I'm saying Oh okay Yeah Alright 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 all right, uh, Coffee Therapist with too much you cream. said that terribly wrong. I'm not going to say it nice, dog. <laughs> Chocolate coffee th- with too much
2: cream. Oh, coffee with too much cream.
0: Coffee with too much cream. Therapist. Mm-hmm.
1: Good. I agree with Mike. You you pretty much hit it on the nose though. Um and I think it's because we're just kind of like around people of the same caliber. Caliber essentially. And I see it. I got exposed to it like in 2018, 2019. Um it's because they like they haven't they've either A They've gotten successful and they're unfulfilled by it. They thought it's like, oh, yo, I thought I wanted all this and I got it. And now I realize I didn't want it. it's not what I wanted. Um, that's a big thing. Even me, I'm seeing that now, too. It's just like, yo, like I don't want to. Let's say I'm, I'm climbing this ladder, but I really want to be climb this ladder with my friends. Like I'm in the fast lane, but I want to be in the carpool lane with my friends. Mm-hmm. I want to bring them with me.
2: But they don't want to do anything. Huh, my friends? I'm asking you. Oh, so my the uh, they do. Oh, oh I, right so.
1: I see that they oh. do. Um, some don't, but like yeah. it's like. It's like they see like it goes on to your point of saying they they see your life and they know they want it they want it may not want all your life but they want some aspects of it some right. qualities yeah they right, want right. some aspect the traveling whatever the fuck they don't want to do the work though yeah
0: I they they like. definitely don't want to fuck <laughs> <that>. you, <laughs> say, you guys make entrepreneurship look fucking sexy if you know, <laughs> it's not sexy No, you guys make it look good <laughs> it, 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 There's it takes parts, but it 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 takes a while <sighs> to get, get to that good point
2: my phone rings all day bro yeah um <laughs> yeah.
1: the other one is like. I mean, you gotta find. Are we talking about people who like inherited it? Because even me, I used to fucking hate that shit. Oh, you inherited money, blah blah blah. Like, but now I'm just like, oh, like I actually have empathy for this type of person.
0: Bro, people who or people who money? work for it. But it, okay, so like, those are two different type of things. I, eh, okay, so yes, our two different things, 100 percent. yes. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's all about how you're raised. Yeah, that too. Okay, because I know people. I have a friend. I love her to death. Okay. She is the most humble person mm-hmm. I didn't know she had money Until after like a year or two Of me knowing her And that's fucking great And dude like when she had money Yo I mean her family had money money Like I was like I was like what Like <laughs> I, was, I was like oh, I had no idea she's, She she like she actually just like let it drop by like accident And <laughs> she was mm-hmm. like Cause she's like oh yeah you know like My brother's playing basketball outside I was like oh I was at the park He's like mm-hmm. no there's like a course there's a basketball court at her house. I was like, <laughs> she, <laughs> I was didn't like she didn't she even know what she was she doing. Was, yeah. cause, 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 and, then, and then she goes, she goes, you never been to my house? I she lived like, in Atherton? I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you where she lives. <laughs> like I said, I love her to death. I can't reveal that. Um, but yeah, so um, that is with people like that, like, Dude, like, she came from money, but she's super humble. She works hard every day. Her parents don't take care of a lot of her stuff. They didn't buy her her first car. She bought all her own shit. Mm -hmm. And she's now starting her own business. She's kicking ass. She's going to law school. Like, dude, she's fucking killing it. And, like, her family is really well off, right? Mm -hmm. Being well off provides you with a lot more opportunity than everyone else. Like, the network, the opportunity. But it's all about what you do with it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you inherit money, great. How are you going to use it? I think another thing is like
2: we done, sorry. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. I think I think another thing, what is like people are just mi- like you said, you don't have everything. Right. So like people are missing certain things. So like in the in the Bay Area or Silicon Valley, a lot of the things I notice, a lot of rich tech guys that can't talk to somebody. True can't connect with anybody to save their life, have to drink every day to like, to get enough courage, to, like socially have a conversation with anybody, whether it's you're trying to date somebody, whether it's your networking, whatever it is. And that eats away at you because you're Absolutely. like, damn, I thought money was the answer to everything. Um, and now I have this all and I'm still not what I want to be or who I want to be. Um, well, that goes with the fulfillment piece as well too. Right. Um,
1: that's all that right there. It's just like uh, uh, social anxiety. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but that's very common. It's not oh, like extremely. There's so many people with money that just like can't, or like people with money that are in terrible shape and like are not confident <laughs> with the way they look, um, or just like work a job that like whether it's Wall Street or whatever that really it, they're not passionate about not and they don't care. And like I know a lot. I actually I'm not gonna say that. Uh, I know many Wall Street guys. I don't know. I don't know any happy ones, to be honest with you. I don't. They all tell me like they work like till 2 a.m. I mean, they hear the life. You're working fucking 80 hours a week. It's, Jesus fucking Christ. They're like, what? Are they? they said, Cam, I make this much a year. What do I do with it? I uh, don't have the time to do anything with it.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, my buddy's the same way. He really like, goes, I have so much money. It's ridiculous. I have a friend that's like that, like 100%. Yeah, yeah. And he's like our age. And he used to work on Wall Street. Yeah. Crazy. What is he doing now? Um, He... He's switching jobs to somewhere else to another big company, but he's going to be moving into like, like so kind of like, like a sales role. So he's yeah. staying in
1: that life. Yeah, he felt, he, he's choosing to stay. He's in that life. Life. Yeah, like, like,
0: dude, like he's really fucking good at it. Well, then, yeah.
1: So that's help. No, continue. Go ahead. But yeah, I mean that's no, all I, all I was gonna say.
2: No, I, I was just saying. Yeah, there's 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 all these pieces, um, which is why like uh like which is why like in my book I talk about the four pillars, right? Right. Because if you don't, I I feel like if you don't have those four pillars mastered, quote unquote, for lack of better terms, it's hard to be happy. Like if you can't connect with people, it's hard to be happy. If you can't be proud of the way you look and feel good. Um, I think it's hard to be happy. I think if your mind is not mastered, like if you're not a master of your own mind, if you can't wake up and be grateful and truly feel it, Mm -hmm. um, regardless of whatever situation you're going through at that time, um, I think if you care too much about what other people think, you're gonna be screwed. Right. Excellent. Um. Yeah. And, and did I miss? Oh, and then fi- finances. Obviously, like if you don't, if you don't have money, money isn't everything, but it is. If you- money isn't everything, but it is. If you don't have any. True. Right. So it's like you have to have a certain amount. we depending on where you live. That's gonna change and what area in the world, and how are you getting that? Are you getting that through a job that you hate? Are you getting that through a job that you moderately enjoy? Are you getting that through something that you're so passionate about that it's amazing?
0: Pick. True.
2: So I think you just need to have those four things.
0: It's been an amazing time having you here, bro. Um, (laughs) We're actually going to, we're going to cut it off right here. Fantastic. Oh yeah. Thank you for joining us today. Mm -hmm. Um, Plug yourself. Let them know.
2: Cam Dasani, Dasani wave on Instagram um link in bio for my book on paperback ebook audible as well once again at dasani d-a-s-a-n-i wave w-a-v-e thank you
0: guys for having me cool well this is mike lee this is nerwood apps and uh welcome to millennial lifestyle you guys have a good one
2: Peace. peace